BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, so we are finally settled. Oh, hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. We are finally settled into our new apartment. It is still very much coming along. We lost some things in the move, as many, many people do. We got rid of some things in the move, but we're we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Today's episode is with Mimi Bouchard. She is a wonderful gem of a human who started an app called Superhuman, and it's all about meditating. It'll teach you to meditate well and to do walking meditations, which for people like me who don't really meditate are incredible. I've been doing them We recorded this back in June or maybe August, and I've been doing a lot of these meditations ever since and loving them. Um, It's kind of like affirmations, which is really nice. It just makes you feel good about yourself. So I'm excited for you to hear Mimi. Before we get into that, a few of you wanted me to talk about my finances with Steven, kind of like how we do this. Um, So we have three accounts. We have like our personal accounts. Uh, Well, we have a personal and our business. Basically, the gist is like, it seems as if we have three, right? So it's like we have our own, his own, my own. Okay. And then we have ours together. And ours together started with what we got from our wedding. And we've been adding to that as well, based on like percentages of our income. And we spend that on things that we do together. And then we use our own cards or our own accounts on things that are just for us, like business expenses. Uh, For me, I think he does business expenses through like a business that I don't know. But like business expenses, you know, personal items like shopping and things like that, presents for each other, you know, other things that come up that are just for us as individuals. And then when we go on like a trip, or something like that, we'll use the joint credit card because it's like a joint expense, if that makes any sense. I hope it does. I wanted to go over some things that I saw on TikTok that I needed to comment on. So this one TikTok creator said that she doesn't believe in if he wanted to, he would because everyone has different needs. So like her theory is, let's say you need like level six of communication and the guy you're seeing only has the capacity to give like level four. Um, she said that it just means that you're not in alignment because basically the reason this came about is because so many people would be like, I just don't understand. Like he broke up with me. He said he wasn't ready for a relationship, but now he's with someone else and they're getting married. Like, why isn't it me? And so she's like, 
Well, you needed a six level of communication and he only had the capacity to give a level four. So it means you're not in alignment. But like, and, but even though it works out with someone else, we're still like, what the fuck? But her theory is that that person that it worked out with also was a four, like only needed a four level of communication. I don't agree with this. The reason is because I just think that he didn't like you enough. Like granted, yes, you weren't a match, obviously. Right. Like, but I just think that like the right person, if they like you enough, and this isn't about guys, this is about women too. Like if the, if, if person likes you enough, they will meet you at the level that you need. Are some people totally incapable? Yes. But those people probably end up alone, you know, or maybe with someone that has no like standards, but for the most part, right. If it doesn't work out with you and then it works out with someone else right after, like they were a better match. Like they felt strong, stronger about this other person It has nothing to do with you. And I'm not saying this so that you feel bad because you shouldn't. Right. But your match is somewhere too that you feel that with. And you thought that might you might have like felt it with someone else, but it was really just because they were like pulling away and weren't 100% in, if that makes any sense. But I think this is a good theory to make people feel better. And you know what? I agree. Like in terms of making you feel better, this person wasn't good enough for you. And I would say that to any friend who got broken up with, they weren't good enough for them because they didn't love them the way that they should have loved them. This other TikTok says 20 things I wish I knew while dating in my 20s. I just took a few that I wanted to comment on. She said, sometimes it's better to be ghosted than to be strung along. You know how I feel about ghosting. I think that neither, like, right? Like you don't want to be strung along. You don't want to be ghosted. But I think the anti-ghost text is way better than being ghosted. So, mm. but I will say, yes, it's better to be ghosted than to be strung along because breadcrumbing is no good. The guy who is the life of the party isn't necessarily the right guy. 100% agree. I think we all go through a phase in our 20s where we want to date the life of the party. We want to date the guy, you know, with the most charismatic guy in the room. And that guy is often a cheater. (laughs) I know that's like a really general sweeping thing to say, but I have this theory that like the most popular guy in the room is a cheater. And like, they just kind of are like, you know, those guys and, and girls that like just think they make everyone feel so special. Like they make everyone feel like they're in love with them. Like I have a guy in my life who like every time I introduce him to a friend, they think that they have like a special connection with him, but he's just a charmer, you know? Okay. And this, this, I'm going to leave you with this one because I love it so much. Just because he's a good guy doesn't mean he's the right guy. I think this was so, so well said and just articulated perfectly because I always try to say this and I never say it perfectly. And this woman really, truly did. Like, just because he's a good guy does not mean he's the right guy. You don't have to stay with someone because they're nice. And I know how hard it is to not because I've been in that situation. It's so hard because you're like, I should be grateful. I should be happy, right? Because we hear all these things about how awful and terrible guys are. And we're like, well, I should be happy. And it's not only that, but like your friends make you feel like you should be happy with this guy. What do you mean you don't like John or Bob, whatever his name is? 
we, he is such a good guy. He loves you so much. What do you mean? You know, like we shame other women because we might not, not necessarily be being treated the way that we deserve to be treated in our relationship. So we shame other people for not wanting to stay with that nice guy because we're like, well, we don't have that. Why wouldn't you want that? Why? And that is fucked up. So I think let that one sink in just because he's a good guy doesn't mean he's the right guy. Just because she's a nice girl doesn't mean she's the right girl. You know, just because she is, does everything that you want her to do doesn't mean that she's right. Like it's that connection is 100%. You can't just like love someone because you like who they are as a person. It has to be deeper than that. Also something that I wanted to just like put out in the open We did a poll recently asking if people are going through something right now. And almost 70% of people said that they were. And so I guess my point in saying that is just if you're listening to this and you are going through something, you are not alone. And it's obviously good to know you're not alone, but it also makes you more of a compassionate person when thinking about, oh, did that friend get back to me? Or you know, oh, that person was rude to me at the store. Like we are all going through so much. And like, I was just at this wedding in Austin with my friends last weekend. And I was telling them about something I've been going through. And I had one friend on one side of me and one friend on the other side. And one of them was going through something too. And the other one had just had like a breakdown and was going through something. And so I think, I don't know, maybe it's just like an in your early 30s thing. Maybe it's like the eclipses, whatever it is. I guess just like check in on your friends, but also know that you're not alone and that if you're going through something, so, so am I. And so is your friend. And, you know, maybe so is your mom. Maybe so is your sister. And, I I really don't know what my point is here, but I really just wanted to get on here and say like how surprised I was that every one of my friends is going through something right now. And it's like we all have different problems, but substantial things that we're dealing with. And so it doesn't really matter, you know, what you do or how great your career is or if your relationship is good like at one point, one of those things is going to go through something and just check in on your friends and be there for each other. And I don't know, I I don't have a solution to it, but everyone's going through some shit. So I hope that's helpful. And I'm excited for you to hear Mimi. I am so excited to announce we have a mixer coming up in Miami, December 29th. So if you're in the Florida area, please come, please come. If you're traveling, you got to come. It's going to be so wonderful. And I'm so excited. And thank God for Issue. Because if you haven't heard of Issue, Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines to catalogs and portfolios and more. And without Issue, I would not have been able to create a really cool graphic that is just so Miami and amazing. I wrote, we met at Miami Beach and it's just so cute. And I would not be able to do that on other apps. Like, I have no idea. 
I'm kind of like, you know, creating for dummies here. And Issue helps creators, marketers, designers, and really anyone who wants to make content that stands out. And you can start using Issue for free, or you can use their premium features that give a more customized experience. I've been using premium for a while, and I have to say it's my go-to because Issue also works seamlessly with tools you already use like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. I don't know what I would do without Issue that's like my go-to for everything. Get started with Issue today for free. Or if you sign up for an annual premium account, you can get 50% off when you go to issuu.com slash podcast and use promo code ACME. That's issuu.com slash podcast and use promo code ACME at checkout for your free account or 50% off your annual premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code ACME. Have you ever been traveling and had one of those creepy showers that you just know fucked up your skin or your hair or something like, you know what I'm talking about. And then you like go to blow dry your hair or to wash your face and you feel some grossness from the water on you. Like it's nasty. Well, you don't have to experience that anymore because Jolie is here to help you. And I am so excited that they exist and that we're partnering with them because I've known about the Jolie filtered showerhead for a while. I know the founder, like we've spoken a lot. And I remember when he first reached out to me to tell me about this product and I was like, oh my God. That is genius. Jolie is a beauty wellness company focused on purifying the quality of our water for better skin and hair. We all know to filter the water we drink, but why not the water we shower in? Many of our skin and hair issues actually start with our water. Dry skin, especially during this cold season, acne, damaged hair, eczema, change in hair color, rashes, and even hair loss like I've experienced post-birth control. The water we shower in is fundamental to the quality of our hair and skin. So that's why Jolie is tackling the root cause with the Jolie filtered showerhead. It's really, really amazing. I have my own hair and skin concerns. And ever since I've been using Jolie in our new apartment, it is amazing. I just know that my filtered shower water is not the problem. You know, like ruling things out is... So illuminating. And Jolie is a perfect way to do that and to feel better about your hair and your skin, which are so important. Get filtered shower water at www.jolieskinco.com or you can follow them at Jolie Skin Co. on Instagram to learn more. That's J O L I E Skin C O. Check it out. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with the founder of Superhuman, Mimi Bouchard. Hey, Mimi. Hey, Lindsay. I'm so excited for this conversation. Thanks for having me. Me too. I also love that you're wearing green because it's my favorite color. Emerald green is having a moment. (laughs) Oh, totally. I mean, green is always, green is timeless, you know? It's timeless. Yeah. My grandmother saw a picture of me wearing this and she was like, send me that picture. That's my favorite color. So she gets it. That's so cute. Yeah, she fully gets it. So Mimi, how old are you and where are you from? I am young. I'm a 26-year-old. I'm from Toronto, but I live in the Bahamas. So I've kind of been all over the place. I used to live in London. I just have been all over the map. And I finally moved here two years ago with my boyfriend. And yeah, it's been a really cool experience so far living in the Bahamas. (laughs) 
I love that. Well, you answered my next question, which was, what is your current relationship status? So you have a boyfriend and I stalked your Instagram. You guys are so cute, by the way. Thank you very much. (laughs) So where did you guys meet? Tell us everything. Okay, the story you're going to love. It's a very interesting story. So just to give you some background, he is my first boyfriend. We've been together for five years and I never had had a proper relationship before him. And not because I didn't want one, just because I was only interacting with fuck boys and I was young and I couldn't find anyone that really understood me. And um, when I met Ben five years ago, we were both in very different places in our lives. And for for some reason, we just grew together and he saw something in me that I didn't see because I was very, I was not in a good place back then. And yeah, he helped me stop partying and we both kind of just got into a very healthy flow together. So it's just been a very positive relationship, but how we met. So I guess we were talking off air, Lindsay, about how I used to live in London and five, six years ago, I used to be on this show in London. And when I was on that show, it's all about dating and relationships and It's a reality show, but it's totally fake. So it's not really reality. Like most uh, reality shows. Like all reality shows, yes. Um, Made in Chelsea for anyone listening. And the casting director was casting me, all these guys that were just so not my type. And to film for the show and to get airtime and to get paid, you had to have relationships and be involved in drama and like have a love interest. So, you know, it wasn't required to be on the show, but you wouldn't really get paid your $50 a day. And at the time that was money, right? You know, I needed to get paid that. But I was babysitting at night to make rent anyways, being on this glamorous TV show. They literally pay you nothing. (laughs) And um, so going back to the point, they weren't casting me any great guys. So I decided to take it into my own hands and cast my own love interest. And I downloaded all the dating apps and I would set up all these dates, like four dates a week. And I would meet up with these guys at a bar and I'd be like, hey, listen, this is a casting call. Like just an FYI, like, would you do this show with me? And are you someone that would be compatible with me on the show? And I started just taking it into my own hands. And one of the guys from that casting call situation was Ben. And that was probably two weeks into my 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 mission. And I said to him, this is a casting call. I did my whole spiel. And he was like, I'm not going on that show, Mimi. There's no way that's embarrassing. My friends would make fun of me. I'm not interested in doing that show. And I was really into him after this first date. And we decided to start seeing each other kind of secretly. And then three months later, we kind of fell in love and we were still seeing each other secretly and we became official. And I ended up convincing him to come on one or two episodes to kind of the producers were getting me a visa for that upcoming year. And it was a January. So the visa had just started. So I was really forced into this contract. And so he came on a couple episodes. And then honestly, after we decided that this relationship was too important to risk even being on the show, even if it was half-assed, it's just a very negative environment. So I kind of just stopped giving the producers any drama to film about. I, you know, every time they would call me, and ask for what's happening in the relationship, any fights we've been having. I would just say, no, everything's perfect. We're so happy. And they just wouldn't want to film that. And I knew that. So that was my way of kind of getting out of that show without going out and saying I quit because they had a visa for me. So I kind of had to use them. And that was the start of our relationship. And it was very up and down at the beginning. And we were just all over the place. And I think I had to go through a lot internally with my personal development also to feel worthy of the relationship because 
he's like the hottest guy I've ever been with. <laughs> like, he doesn't even know how cute he is. He, it's just, I have had so many doubts because I also just was very insecure at the time. But, you know, over the past five years, it's flourished into an absolutely beautiful partnership. And we've changed as humans. We've been through so many ups and downs, did long distance for a while. And I lost my visa for the UK and I had to move away. And it was just like, we've had so many crazy moments. I've learned so much about myself and the relationship. And, and I truly feel like he is the man I'm going to have children with and marry. And it's not absolutely perfect. Like it's shown on Instagram because you only really post the highlights, but it's pretty fucking incredible. I love that. That's so sweet. I can't believe it's been five years. Is he also 26? No, he's 31. He's five years older than me. Okay. Interesting. So five years, you guys lived together. You moved to the Bahamas together, which is like a pretty big move to do with somebody, assuming that you guys have talked about the future before you made that move or where did you land on those conversations? Funny, Lindsay, it just kind of happened. I've been the one in the relationship and he wouldn't really admit this, but I'm the one dragging us into crazy new opportunities and experiences. He's very like, you know, he likes routine. He's very stable. And I'm a little bit not unstable, but I'm like a little bit all over the place. So we really play into that, those two roles very well together. And when my visa had expired two years into the relationship, when I was living in London, my visa was done and I didn't really have another opportunity to get one in England. I wasn't really earning any money and and there was just no opportunity there. So I ended up just kind of like living all over the world for a year and he would come visit me wherever I was. And that kind of started this basis of him traveling a lot with me. And it was because I didn't have a visa. So I actually rented an Airbnb for three months in like the countryside in France for a while. He came and every weekend from London with the Eurostar and came to visit me. And like, you know, we kind of had this unconventional relationship once I had to leave the UK. And then we decided, listen, our relationship is incredibly special and we want to stay together. And he started to get this feeling of wanting a new experience. So we then decided, we were like, you know what, listen, let's just move to the Bahamas. Let's go somewhere absolutely crazy. We had never even been here before, but at the time he had also started his own online business and I had my own subscription platform. And we were just like, let's move somewhere crazy and why not live somewhere on an island? And it was just a very random move. I There was not much thought put into it, honestly. And we just moved and we love it. And now we're building a house here. I love that. So now that you like are settled and you're building a house, like you kind of know that you have this future together. Like otherwise you wouldn't be making these steps and, and that, those kinds of things. But like you also are super young. Do you feel like you have pressure from the world, from social media, from your parents to take the next step or you're just kind of loving where you are now? Yeah, I it's so funny because I know I'm young, but I feel I don't feel this age because of everything that I've been through in my short life and all of the work that I've done and I've just been in such a business focus mode that I think I'm I'm craving these experiences younger now because of how quickly my life progressed. You know, I didn't even really go to university. I went for two semesters, but I just got, went, went right into the workforce, lived all over the world. Like I kind of, things just happened fast for me. So I, I'm not one to really care about external pressure. I'm excited to get engaged and have these big moments with him and build a house. And when I see him around 
children, like my ovaries tingle, of course, and I like want babies, but I also know that I need to pace myself and not be so impulsive sometimes because like when you have a baby, it's kind of a big decision. So maybe get the house first and maybe a dog, but, uh, I think it's just felt natural with him. It, It feels like home and he's always been that constant in my life. And we're just like best friends. It's kind of, it's, it's not complicated. Everything in my life is so complicated, but my relationship with Ben is uncomplicated and it feels just like we are meant to be living together. We are meant to be in a relationship together. It just feels so right. And we aren't attached at the hip. He's in London right now for two weeks. Like I have a place to myself. It's been amazing. Like we are very much so I think we've evolved in the relationship and we've gone to therapy together, which we can totally talk about. Like we've had in the past, some issues that have come up continuously, mostly communication and how he needs to communicate better with me. Of course I have my own stuff too, but that was kind of why I I think we went initially because we just needed better communication skills. We would have our big arguments. And it's helped us a lot. Now we don't see anyone regularly, but we saw this one guy. Have you heard of the Gottman Institute? Yes, of course. The best. Okay. We we went to someone through the Gottman Institute and they were really good. He was really good. Yeah. yeah. We only saw him like four or five times, but it solved the problem. And it was amazing. And I'm glad that I kind of pushed him to do this with me because you know, the stereotypical male doesn't want to go to therapy and just, totally. and I think it's so healthy that his only requirement then was that it had to be a guy. So I found a guy and he was good, but it also made us realize that our problems really aren't as big as we thought they were. And it just, it really helped us, but yeah, it, it's crazy. A relationship can change you. And I feel like I've really stepped into being authentically who I'm meant to be in this relationship. It's been a really big part of my growth. Did you play Battleship growing up and also love it? It's a really fun board game that a lot of us played. But as an adult, Calendar Battleship is the most frustrating game that you play, especially when it's with your doctor, when you're trying to find an appointment in like three months. No. Why? Why can't I get an appointment this week? With ZocDoc, booking an appointment with a doctor that suits your needs, fits your schedule, is in your network and in your neighborhood is so easy. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, not when it fits their own schedule. And why? Because you can filter to see, okay, who's available on Thursday? And who is actually amazing? Let's read these reviews. And who takes my insurance? That's important because I don't want to be charged a million dollars for this visit, but I need to get into the eye doctor or I need to get into the OBGYN or whatever it is you need. ZocDoc has that. They have the right doctors for you, the right therapists for you, anything. And they work around your schedule. Plus afterwards, they do a little follow-up to be like, how was your experience? Because they care and it's really amazing. And that's why every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor, especially being in our new neighborhood. I don't know what's around and I don't want to have to travel all around the city to get a doctor. I want a great doctor near me. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Acme and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then you can start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Acme. ZocDoc.com slash Acme. 
I don't know if you're aware of this, but over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 don't get enough vitamin D from their diet. And you can certainly tell with how pale I am. 95% don't get their recommended daily omega-3s either. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. Nutrients help maintain your brain health, your bone health, your blood health, and provide antioxidant support. Things that you really need so that you don't end up hurt or more prone to getting sick. And we need more vitamin D like we do, especially if you live in New York like me or Chicago or a place that gets cold and you just are not getting that natural vitamin D. There's a reason that people love Ritual and there's a reason that it's one of the most popular, if not the most popular multivitamins around. It's really, really incredible. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off of their first three months. You just go to ritual.com slash Acme and turn your healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash Acme. I take my Ritual vitamin first thing when I wake up post brushing my teeth because it has like a minty fresh aftertaste that kind of goes with the same taste that's already in my mouth from brushing my teeth. And that's like my routine. I take it in the morning so that I don't have to think about it. And I know that it's with me all day, giving me all the nutrients that I need. And they're kind of good for you. No matter what diet you're on, you can still take the multivitamin that Ritual has to offer, which is really amazing. So go to ritual.com slash Acme and turn your healthy habit into a ritual. So what did this therapist kind of suggest in terms of better methods of communicating or for for our listeners out there who really want this help maybe in their own relationship with communication, but can't maybe afford therapy, like what were some key takeaways? Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, you can learn a lot of this stuff online. Gottman does so much free stuff online. So they do. it was yeah. nice to have one person just like sit us down and have then like in a therapy environment was really interesting because he's like a British guy that does not talk about his feelings to people much. So it was really, it was good for him, I think too, and me of course, but yeah, I guess actionable tips. I'll give you a bit more background on the actual problem we were going there for. When we would have arguments, they would blow up to be so huge, even if it started from a tiny thing. And from Ben's perspective, it's because in the moment he's like, you're highly emotional. Like you're blowing this thing up. Like you just like, let us sleep and we'll figure out in the morning. And he needs time when we have these arguments, but I need to figure it out then and there. Cause I hate going to bed angry and then Same. it actually blows things up. It's mm-hmm. not good to go to bed angry. So I guess it was all about that. And it was just about communication styles. And he gave us tools when we're in this heated place and a lot of the tools that we now use and it, they're really helpful. So for example, if Ben can see that I was reactive to one thing he said, and maybe it was something that he said in a mean tone, or it triggered something within me that I was already insecure about or something, instead of Ben being defensive and being like, oh, I didn't even mean anything by that. You're so dramatic kind of attitude. He now uses a tool where he takes a breather and then he says, Hey, I love you. I didn't mean it that way. You're totally overthinking this. And he came, he comes to it with a very open and 
genuine reaction instead of defensiveness. So that's something he's worked on that I honestly can't remember the last blowout fight we've had because he now uses this tool and it it stops the argument from blowing up at the beginning, okay? And then my tool, if it does end up blowing up, <laughs> is I have to remember how Ben feels when I emotionally explode <laughs> yeah. and it overwhelms him. He gets overwhelmed easily. And if he ignores, like he doesn't really ever ignore me, but if we're in an argument and like, I'm telling him how I feel and then he, and then he doesn't really say anything back or we're laying in bed and it's like 2am and like, I get very angry. I need to feel heard. And I think it comes from, you know, with the therapy I learned, it was maybe like inner child stuff, but like me not feeling emotionally, uh, accept or I've heard and accepted as a child. And my parents were very tough when they parented and I, they definitely use like the cry out method and stuff. And I've just been very highly emotional my whole life. So kind of stem from that. So I have my tools now to kind of more verbally explain to him, this is making me feel a certain way. Can you just be honest with me and tell you, like, tell me how you're feeling or whatever. So it's just about, it's about communication. It's not about the fights themselves. It's about the communication. And I think the best the best thing that you can do with your partner is just be willing to hear their perspective because sometimes what works for you doesn't work for the other person. Ben often thinks that just like cooling off the situation and waiting till the morning helps because that's what helps him, but it does not help me and it makes it right. worse for me. So mm -hmm. understanding that your lived reality isn't someone else's is huge. Right. And figuring out like a middle ground to make it work. That's so, yes. so crucial. I also did a little stalking and tell me if my stalking is correct. So you are Cancer and he's a Leo. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a creepy stalker, but you know, we all are. But I love that. And that makes a lot of sense. Like also guys generally, I feel like want to do like the logical thing a lot of the times and we want to do the emotional thing. And so recognizing what we both need, which you just articulated, is is so crucial. And then speaking of like moving on from things, and I want to talk about a superhuman, which is your amazing meditation app. And I kind of want to reel it back and talk about like how you even got into meditation at all, how you got into manifestation. I read somewhere online that you said that you manifested the life that you have today. You manifested this partner that you have. You manifested a lot of these things. What does that mean exactly? All right. So when I use the word manifestation, I use it in the sense of creation. I believe that we're all 100% responsible for our lives. That's one of the first principles that I learned in the personal development books that I started reading at a young age of 18. My mom gave me my first personal growth book. And it actually was the catalyst to make me drop out of university after two semesters and go move to London and start my own thing and, and really just put myself out there. And yeah, you know, personal growth has been the number one thing that has helped me create the life of my dreams. And when I say that I manifest or created this partnership with Ben, I more so mean that, you know, meeting him, I think was coincidental because I wasn't in a good place back then, but the way that we've built the relationship from that point, we've literally created this thing together. And that was hard work to create. And I think the the, the way that I, 50% of the relationship, me, added to that was through the work that I was doing on myself and also acting as if the type of person that has a healthy, beautiful, fulfilling relationship. Because to me, manifestation, creation, it's simply about becoming the kind of person 
that has what you want, no matter what you want. So if you want a fulfilling relationship, whether you're in it now or you want to meet that person, start acting as if you're already that type of person that has what you want. If you want to create more money and wealth in your life, and I am a good example of talking about this because when I was living in London at the time, I was, I literally remember a moment when I had $9 in my bank account. I was posting bank screenshots like a couple months ago on my Instagram because some people were like, oh, like you came from money. And I was like, do you want to see what I came from? So my parents did not grow us up with, with much money. And I was told I've been self-sufficient since I've left the house. So manifesting wealth and abundance, creating more wealth and abundance in your life. I had to do so much work on, on that in my in my life. And it's really come back to the same point, self-image, become the kind of person that has what you want, the most wealthy and abundant version of you. What does she do? How does she speak? How does she work? Does she procrastinate a lot? Does she wake up early? Does she focus every single day on reaching her goals? Does she party every weekend? Does she network? What does she do? And then the same thing goes with health and body. I used to have a pretty bad eating disorder. Like I would binge and restrict. And I just, my, most of my adolescence, I just had a very, very poor body image and I had a very bad relationship with myself and body. And over the years as well as my healing, um, as my personal development work, uh, strengthened my healing strengthened. And I started thinking to myself, who is the kind of person I want to be? Does she, does she diet? No. Does she hate her body? No. She just eats whatever the hell she wants intuitively and maintains a healthy, body and she loves herself no matter what, even if she's not super duper skinny. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it helped in every area from health, body, personal relationships, career and wealth and, and everything in between this work of creating the life I desire through becoming the person and identifying with the kind of person that has those things, the higher self version of me and my future self, my ultimate self designing that person in my mind that is my why. And that's honestly, I've seen incredible results doing this. It's it's honestly, once you get to that identity, it starts becoming effortless. Like change is not effortless, but, be, but the change from one identity to another is, t- is tough. But when you get to that second identity, the higher self, future self identity, then everything just starts happening naturally. And I'm actually writing a book on this exact topic right now. And um, it's the key to everything. Cause think about it like an onion. All right. Like the core of the onion is your self-image and every single layer that makes up the rest of the onion is affected by that one core of the onion. If that core of the onion is rotten, the whole rest of the, of the onion is rotten. And, and if you can use that example for everything. So the self-image is actually what creates everything else. And, and what is your self-image? Your self-image is made up of your thoughts and beliefs and, and actions and the way that you think about yourself and the world it's your identity and and how you perceive the world to be as a whole. And when that changes, everything starts to change and it's just natural. But to answer your question about the meditations, yeah, a couple of years ago, we launched Superhuman, the first version of Superhuman, and then Superhuman was the relaunch a year ago. And honestly, it was just an organic business that came out of me because around four or five years ago, when I was really getting into this personal development space, I was learning that meditation is incredibly important to change your life, but I would try to meditate and I would hate it. Like I, my mind works too quickly. I would say it's boring. I just like, I need a tool to be able to visualize my ultimate self. Cause I know the power in that, but I don't want to sit and like, home. you know, like, of course there's a place for that, but like, it just wasn't my vibe. Right. So I started recording these voice memos on my phone to myself and they were motivational visualization type of voice memos. And I've just listened to them 
when getting ready in the morning, when walking to the gym, just like in my morning. And long story short, when I launched my subscription platform a couple of years ago, I turned these into these very unique guided meditations for every moment of the day, because that work is so powerful. And so many people get turned off of traditional meditation because it's like, they don't really feel that spiritual or like, it's just a bit boring or they want to multitask. And this kind of fits that mold, um, helping people do it, even if they're busy. So there's so much more I could say about that, but that's kind of where it stemmed. I love it. And I love the way that you talked about manifestation because I've talked about it actually recently on the podcast a lot. And that was the first time I heard it in a way that just seemed more like actionable. Like a lot of people will talk about manifestation. And they're like, yeah, I just like envisioned it. And like it happened. It's like, that's actually not manifestation. It's more of like you putting in that effort to be that thing or to take that next right action to get that thing. And to like become, like, I love the idea of like becoming the person you are to like attract the person that you want and attract the life that you want. Like that is something that somebody can hear and take away and actually know what to do next in order to get there. So I love that. We all know how awful it can be when your bra sucks. Like when it looks like you have four boobs, you know what I'm talking about or like there's weird gaps or just like it shows through your t-shirts and digs into your shoulders. You have a mark when you take it off. It's the worst. That's what's so great about this next partner, Bare Necessities. Bare Necessities is the biggest online intimate apparel retailer offering over 140 of the best brands all in one place. They put fit and comfort above all else. And so they're all about size inclusivity with band sizes 28 to 58, cup sizes double A to Oh, they have extra smalls to 5XL. It's really amazing. And all you do is take a bra finder fit quiz that points you in the right direction in just a few clicks. No more going to a store and awkwardly being measured by people. No, you literally just do it online with this quiz and it's perfect. When I used the bra finder fit quiz, I found it so easy and I actually realized what my bra size was. I feel like I hadn't thought about my bra size in forever. And what was really important to me was that I found a bra that I could wear all of my t-shirts over and not see and not like burst out of. And so I chose the perfect t-shirt bra, which I'm so, so grateful that I found and would not have found without that quiz. So Give them a call or start a live chat to get your complimentary personalized fitting. It's amazing. And right now you can get 20% off of your Bare Necessities order when you go to barenecessities.com and use code ACME20. That's code ACME20 at barenecessities.com to get 20% off. Barenecessities.com, code ACME20. Some exclusions apply. Check it out. I've been loving my bras from Bare Necessities and I want you to have a good experience with your bra too. There's no such thing as just thinking thoughts and then receiving on your lap. That's a misconception. And that's why I honestly stay to like stay away from the word manifestation in my work. I've kind of I've started to kind of wean away from it just because it now has such a different meaning to so many people. It's like, oh, I manifested this. And it's like, it just popped out of nowhere. It's like, it doesn't really happen that way. You need to, it's a lot of, of 
and it's internal transformation that needs to happen for you to become the kind of person that does what what that ideal self does and at the end of the day it's an easy way to get what you are an easier way to get what you want by simply adjusting your internal thermostat your your identity your self image should then match because think about it this way if you're the kind of person that is healthy you're naturally going to have like a smoothie in the morning or like eat your vegetables and it's going to be no problem because it's just, you're already that kind of person and you already enjoy that stuff. But if you have a self-image of someone that like hates healthy food and like doesn't treat their body with love or whatever it is, you're, you're going to have internal opposition to be doing those things. And it's going to feel really hard. Right. So it's just like the people that wake up really early. It's like, it's just what they do. But then the people that don't, it's like so hard and it's a battle, but it's like, 100% is a lot easier than 99%. So 100% of effort is a lot easier than just kind of being almost all in because it just leaves, it, it leaves no room for trying to make a decision in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's how that's how I, I changed my life. And that's what I teach in Superhuman. It's a lot of visualizing your ultimate self because you need to feel it. To change your identity and to become the kind of person that you want to be, you need to physically go all in. You need to feel it in your body. You need to get so familiar with the physical sensation of your future that you just, after repetition and mental rehearsal, you become it. And that's why my meditations are based in science. And it's like the Pavlov dog theory, you know, you ring the bell and the dog salivates. It's like, if you do a walking meditation from superhuman, every time you're walking to the bus stop in the morning, at some point, you're not even going to need to put your headphones in and listen to a walking meditation to feel energized, confident, motivated, beautiful. It's just going to happen because you're priming your brain through movement and meditation together. That's so true. It's so much mind in addition to body. And like, this sounds so silly, but I, like a few weeks ago, I was feeling really bad about myself because I had like gained weight and I like, I really don't have any, like, thank God I don't have any eating things. But I had noticed that I was that I had gained weight. And so whenever I would eat, when I felt that way, when I felt bad about myself, I would dread like every bite almost, you know, like I'd be like, oh, like I'm eating and like I'm just adding to like the weight, you know, and then I like went away and I just like naturally ate healthier. Like it just I wasn't thinking about food and like I came back and I was feeling good about myself again. And ever since then, every meal I've had, I've just enjoyed, like enjoyed every bite and like really just like had positive thoughts throughout the whole time. Like was not thinking like, oh my God, like I'm having too many fries or I'm going to regret this later or whatever. And I swear to God, like my body has reacted to it so much better. And my therapist used to tell me like when I was feeling bad about myself, she's like, just enjoy every bite. Like, and I was like, what does that even mean? And I finally feel like I get it. And it sounds so simple and like silly, but it actually really has such a positive impact. Totally. I honestly really believe that your energy influences so much more than we think. Like that simple shift that you made of having your energetic state in more of a joyful and light feeling instead of shame and guilt and like heaviness it it changes how your food is digested and it it's crazy because we put especially as women we put a lot of restriction and pressure on ourselves and the crazy thing is 
when you just change how you feel in your body, like your physical, the feeling that you go through life living, everything changes. And I don't want to get too woo here because my meditations are science backed, but like I've noticed crazy things. Like I used to have a severe keratosis polaris on my arms, which is those little bumps everywhere, severe. And then I started doing a lot of self-image work and started healing my relationship with myself. And I started creating this intense energy of self-love and compassion and they went away. And then a couple months ago, like every, two times a year, they come back when I like haven't been doing the work on myself. And then when I start meditating on it again and, and being in that, in that different energy, they go away again. So it's like a physical reminder. My body has blessed me with that when my bumps are there, it's because I need to work on my self-love and compassion and it's like a protection. It's like on the outsides of my arms. So again, maybe this is a little bit, well, like could be other things. I don't think it is, but yeah, that always happens. So I think your energy is very important. <laughs> so important. I love that. And how much would you say is like of feeling good is like actually putting good food in your system? Like not necessarily intuitive eating, but actually the things that you consume and like not drinking, let's say, and not like poisoning yourself with alcohol and things like that versus like a spiritual practice and having that meditation, that routine in order? That's such a good question. Personally, I think it's like maybe 50-50. And for me, if I'm in a good headspace and a good energy and I eat a piece of pizza, I used to be gluten and lactose intolerant. I'm not when I'm like positive and happy. It's so weird. It just, my, my body is affected differently, but then it's, it's a weird paradigm because when you're feeling very aligned and joyful and happy, like you're not really attracted to eating like a lot of greasy food either. You just want to keep feeling light and happy. And like you, it's, you kind of start caring about food less when you're enlightened like this. I used to have an obsession with food, with my eating disorder. I used to just think about food all day long. And I, I would hate when a, a woman would be like, oh, I just like eat whatever I want. And like, I'd be like, oh, who like, ew, like I hate you. Like I could never be that, but yeah. I'm not that person. And it's so crazy to think that because I used to have such an obsession, obsession with food. And now since I've done the work on myself, like I honestly just it's like this wholesome experience. It's like, I listen to myself. I'm like, Hey, do you want that? Sure. Okay. Eat it. You know, it's, it's a very nice non-toxic relationship I have with myself. So yeah, to answer your question, I would say it's 50, 50, because it, it really is the mindset going into things. And it's, you know, I've met people that even punish themselves and they eat perfectly gluten-free and vegan and this and that, and they just eat with so much stress. And then they still have these health issues and you can just like, they're holding on to weight or it's just, it's a lot of energy, but then, it, you know, I do, I don't want to discount matter to matter because that also matters, you know? So yeah, I think it's, I, for me, it's 50, 50. Mm -hmm. And my last question, then we're going to get into some fun poll questions. I don't meditate. I would love to, and I have superhuman, so I'm going to start using it. But what for a listener who also doesn't meditate, what is my first step? What is the first thing that can ease me into it? From superhuman or just mentally? Yeah, it's a great question. So this is created for people that don't meditate. This is, I was not a meditator either. So I created something that was a very easy ticket in to getting the benefits of this visualization creation work. 
and also being able to live your life and not radically change a behavior. The reason superhuman is so easy, it's because you literally just swap what you're listening to. Yeah, we have loads of seated meditations that are really amazing and powerful. And all the meditations are made with like energizing music. So like you literally crave doing them because it feels good to do. It's not boring and it's like exciting. So you know, we have seated meditations, but we have 14 other categories of non-seated meditations from cooking, cleaning, walking, running, workout meditations, like getting ready in the morning meditation. So literally all you need to do is in the morning when you're getting ready, instead of listening to music, maybe you just pop on a 10 minute getting ready morning meditation. And you're just listening to this fun music and affirmations and words to inspire you to be your best self that day. And it's the smallest swap that makes the biggest impact in your day. And I always say this saying that I've coined, and it's really an easy way to to see the bird's eye view of how powerful your morning is. I say your mornings create your days because that's true. If you have a good morning, your day is going to be pretty awesome. Most of the time, your mornings create your days, your days create your weeks, your weeks turn into months, your months turn into years and your years are your life. So if you want to get really specific, like your mornings kind of set the tone for your whole damn life. And even if that means doing even like a 20 minute walking meditation twice a week, they're so fun to do. You feel amazing. You're like energized. You feel, you know, that feeling you get when like you're at a concert and like they're playing your favorite song and like the bridge comes on and you're just singing and you feel like you're levitating or like that feeling when like you're in the back of the car and you're on the highway and a great song is playing on the radio and like the window is open, your head's out the window and you're like in a movie kind of vibe. That is what the meditations make you feel like. They make you feel alive. And that's my purpose in life to feel alive and to feel unnumbed and just to be in more of a romantic state with my life because life happens in the small moments. It does. It happens in those tiny moments. It doesn't happen in those massive, big experiences. It really happens in your day-to-day. So if you could feel better in your day-to-day, your whole life is going to improve. So just try it for a couple of days. Like just try it, swap it out with something you're already doing. And I think you'll feel the shift. I love that so much. I love it. I can't wait to start trying to get into it. I'm going to, I think I'm going to start with the getting ready because when I get ready, I don't listen to anything, which sounds like sociopathic almost. So I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. We're going to do some fun poll questions. And then I want to hear a quote or piece of advice that you have. Um, Okay. Your significant other's best friend treats their own girlfriend poorly. They lie to her, they make fun of her in a group chat, et cetera. Should you be concerned that your partner is doing the same thing to you? No, because a lot of my boyfriend's friends are total degenerates and I love them, but they're like children, yeah. like 35 year old children. So no, I, I know what goes on in their group chats. And I know that some of them don't treat women amazingly, but, and Ben will say to me, he's like, oh, it's kind of weird. Like this guy said this about his girlfriend, like he'll tell me stuff like right, that. Right. No. So no. Yeah. Is it a red flag, a deal breaker or no big deal if they always take their mom's side in a difference of opinion? You know, compared to my side or? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's kind of weird. You need to be on my side. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Your friend is engaged and her fiance has been hiding the fact that he vapes tobacco for the last year. She still doesn't know. Will the marriage work or is it doomed? 
I don't like lies and how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you're going to lie about something that small, it's a big red flag. So I don't think it's going to last. Can a relationship work if one person is a game player, like actual games, like card games, and the other person is really not into that? Yeah, because if the other person loves you enough, they're going to do something that you enjoy once in a while. Ben and I play card games. <laughs> and he I wasn't into it. it. No, he loves it. I love it. Do you believe that falling in love and in love are two different stages? Yes. When you're falling in love, you're still in that honeymoon. Like you think the other person is still like pretty perfect. And I, I loved, I fell in love with Ben before knowing all of his flaws for sure. And I was in love with him. But I think being in love is when you see that person's good and bad and still decide to love them as a whole. So yeah, it's different to me. Yeah, agreed. When would you add your significant other to your phone favorites list? Under three months, under six months, under a year, or when married? Under three months. <laughs> we would talk all the time. <laughs> when, okay, last one. When kissing, do you put your top or bottom lip in between the lips of the other person you're kissing? My, my top lip is in between. His top lip is above. I don't I remember. Like I have to do you know, it. Again. I haven't kissed him in two weeks. I'm like, what? <laughs> what <are> we <laughs> I think it changes actually. We're, we, yeah. yeah, we don't we don't stick to one. It changes. Yeah, I feel like it does change. Okay, Mimi, do you have a quote or piece of advice that you could leave our listeners with that has helped you throughout the years? Oh wow. Okay, so I don't know why I'm thinking about this one piece of advice, but I wish I knew it when I was a bit younger. And um, it is really good. It's don't take advice from someone that doesn't have what you want. Mm, I love that one. Yeah. Like I took advice from people back in the day that literally didn't even have what I wanted at all, whether that was, they weren't even a business person or they Mm -hmm. like didn't have the life experience that I seeked. And it was wrong advice a lot of the time. And that's something that I, I really feel strongly about if someone isn't where you want to be in life, don't take their advice very seriously. Yep. Amen to that. Where can everybody find you, follow you, and download Superhuman? Oh, thank you. So you can download Superhuman if you just, you could either go to the app store or go to our website. If you go to our website, you can see some free content and see our beautifully designed website that we're so proud of. It's just superhuman.app. So www.superhuman.app, not .com, but .app. And you can sign up for a 14-day free trial there. And we offer a money-back guarantee. It's totally risk-free. We are incredibly confident that every single person that actually uses the app will feel significant change in their life that we literally offer money back guarantee for everyone. So you can find it there and you can also find me on Instagram, just at Mimi Bouchard. And I usually hang out there and superhumans on Instagram too. We post some really inspiring stuff. So go check it out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mimi. Thank you, Lindsay. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.